This is episode 108 of the Ottawa What podcast. I'm Amon Bashir. With me is Keegan On, Rob Attrell, and our guest today is the chair slash director of education of the Secular Recovery Ottawa organization, being uh, Matt LeBlanc. How you doing, Matt? Pretty good. How are you guys? Good. Good. Uh, so you are now the Matt LeBlanc to us, by yeah, the way, yeah. <laughs> just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, uh, we like to start the podcast trying a different drink or treat or something from the area. Okay. Uh, Keegan, what did you pick up for us today? Today, I drove all the way out to Cumberland to get, uh, some baked goods from Black Walnut Bakery, the Black Walnut. Mm-hmm. It's probably the Black Walnut Bakery out in Cumberland. It's uh, um, it's kind of just like a house on the side of the 174. And uh, they make amazing baked goods here. We have a gluten-free brownie. There are gluten-free date squares as well. And then there's a blueberry lavender scone and ginger molasses cookies. So take some bites. We'll be eating those, dire- munching on those directly into the mic yeah, yeah. the entire episode. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I went there with like, uh, some weird tour group, uh, last month and, uh, it was awesome. I'm crumbling all over the place. I'm so sorry, I'm on. I'll clean it up later. That's fine. <laughs> sorry. A, a weird tour group. Uh, here? It's, I think it's called the red apron. It's, there's a, like a, oh. a health food shop on Gladstone. I shouldn't say weird tour group, but they do like this thing every month or so <laughs> when they get a bunch of people and they get on a bus. And then they take you to a bakery or something, and then you go to a brewery tour, and then you go to uh, like pick fruits and vegetables at a farm. Hmm. It was just like a fun date thing I did with a lady. Your your wife? Ah, somebody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm having one of these chocolate squares. I don't, I don't know if there's a. It's called a brownie. Is that, is, oh, this is an actual brownie. Yeah, chocolate oh. chocolate square. I have no idea. This is, I'm not sure what a brownie Robot actually. Robot Amon doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't know what <laughs> yeah. sweets are. I don't know what desserts are to be honest. <laughs> brown square. I I grew up with like Middle Eastern food. Oh, <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is this what baklava know. is. So yeah, exactly. I like I got I have a chocolate baklava, uh, and it looks <laughs> it's, it's tasty. It's good. Um, what gluten do you, uh, free brownie. Gluten free. It's all gluten free. No. Just a brownie. Just brownies. Oh, that's good. <laughs> what do you think, Matt? Uh, it was good what I had. Uh, it was the, the blueberry. Oh, blueberry lavender scone. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was quite good. It was has an interesting, I don't know, like a little spice to it. I don't yeah, know what yeah. it was. The lavender. It, it adds like a, an interesting depth, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Rob? I'm having the, uh, I guess this is the date square. Mm-hmm. It's nice. I, a lot sweeter than... I think most of the ones I've had, I yeah. Date squares for me been hit or miss, like kind of like right. A little better than fruitcake, I guess. Fruitcake is notoriously terrible, right? Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, but mm-hmm. sometimes uh, you get a good date square, and this is yeah. very good. Do you guys like date squares as a rule? Like, if there's a spread of stuff, I, will you go right to the date square? Ooh, no, I don't know. Yeah, me not neither. if there's chocolate squares. Yeah, I've never been yeah. really a fan of dates or yeah. date squares, yeah. but. I don't think they're terrible. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just not a top tier Mm -hmm. dessert. My parents seem to like them a lot, so I can't tell. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's kind of why I like them. That's fine. (laughs) You know, you guys uh, let me get away with this Middle Eastern excuse way too quickly. Oh, you know, (laughs) I mean, I I, I, obviously, but like, I eat, like, I eat with you guys all the time, including, (laughs) including, like, including snacks. I've had brownies with you guys before. You said chocolate square. (laughs) 
that's true. But you just, you let me like, get away with this excuse. And you really I've never not. seen you eat a brownie. You were telling me yesterday that you don't really get into sweets. So I don't. It made sense. I mean, like, you made me fudge for my birthday. Like, right. like I, I'm aware of what desserts are. So maybe, right. maybe it was fudge. You, I guess. You don't know. Right. Okay. Well, I'll All take right. it. I appreciate it. All right. I'm off an idiot. Just moving on. Uh, so let's, uh, well, I guess we'll be snacking on that. Yeah, we'll have those. Yeah. And people should go to Black the Black Walnut Bakery in Cumberland. And they should, I mean, the Black Nut Walnut Bakery should email oh. us. and <laughs> We're not starting over. We'll get something so. set up. There you go. All get right. some food. Good for you. Uh, uh, this website is, is blackwalnutbakery.ca. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Okay. Uh, let's start with uh, sort of your backstory now, Matt. Uh, so we'd like to know sort of how a, go- a person got to where they are. Okay. So, you know, where are you from and, and how did you get to your current organization being SRO? And then we'll, we'll talk about that after. So okay. Go ahead. Um, so basically, I'm from Ottawa. I'm Born and raised. Um, Where about? Uh, I guess towards the the south end of Ottawa. Um, but throughout my life, like I bounced around. Um, I was living with my mom and my stepdad uh, for the first part of my life, and uh, then I went to uh, we moved to Barhaven. Um, so I went to high school there, and then I. Moved back in with my dad uh, after a couple of years, and then I went to a different high school. So I've been around a few different places okay. in Ottawa. Um, so I guess basically, um, I, you know, I, I'm trying to think of where to start here with. Uh, <laughs> right. um, so I guess how I got to where I am now is. Uh, I've had or I had uh, issues with drugs and alcohol ever since I was in high school, I guess, late high school. Um, And it, you know, just progressed into being, I guess, worse and worse uh, throughout my life. Um, And then I actually ended up dropping out of high school and then went back to high school a few years later um, after my daughter was born, um, who I had at quite a young age, uh, 18. She's now 14 or 15, sorry, years old. Um, And then, um, yeah, eventually I decided I wanted to go to university. Uh, So I took psychology and I got my BA in psychology with a minor in philosophy. and uh, after that, I was trying to get a job in my field. Still, I, I couldn't really find much in my field because it was just a BA um, and I didn't have the actual experience. I had the knowledge, right. but not the experience. So, um, and I, I was still pretty heavy into, I guess, using drugs and alcohol uh, throughout my university. <clears throat> um and then it just, it, it came to a point where I realized that I, you know, wouldn't really get further in my life if I didn't address that issue and my mental health issues. Um, so, uh, I got into recovery and, uh, went to a number of recovery homes. Uh, also went to the Royal Ottawa in their addiction program. Um, and I've, been in recovery ever since. And I, I guess I, I, 
I heard about um, secular groups in general from a friend of mine that was in one of the programs that I was in uh, because I, I, I started off going to like AA and NA 12-step programs. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was something about them that I just I, – I, didn't like, I guess. Um, partially being the, the, the religious aspect of it because I am uh, an atheist. Um, so I had a hard time in those groups. There were a lot of good things in those meetings that I, that I, you know, that I took from, from them and, and thought were quite helpful. Um, but, it was that religious aspect, I guess, that was hard for me to get past. Mm-hmm. So, like I was saying, I had heard about uh, another group called Smart Recovery, um, which has been going for a long time. Uh, so, I started going to those groups. And those groups were a lot better for me because they were a lot more science-based. They didn't have the religious aspect uh, that the uh, the 12-step groups had. And... Um, so uh, I, yeah, so I went to those groups and I decided that I wanted to get more involved. So I became a facilitator for Smart Recovery. Um, and also uh, a friend of mine who actually started up, I guess, Secular Recovery Auto was, was once uh, called uh, SOS, so Secular Organizations for Sobriety. Oh, okay. And this is a group that's in a number of places around the world, like in the United States and Canada and some other places as well. Sure. Um, but this group uh, was sort of behind the times. And uh, I guess the the chair of that group at the time decided that he wanted to, I guess change the program he wanted to be more progressive so he decided that he would he would get cut ties with uh sos and make his own group and and at the time i was involved with that with with that group as well and starting to do some volunteering and whatnot for for his group um so we basically sat down him and i and uh, another member and we came up with Secular Recovery Ottawa. So uh, Secular Recovery Ottawa has now been going for about two, two and a half years now, I believe. And uh, yeah, like it's it's been going quite well. Like we've had our ups and downs and our struggles with keeping the, the, the meetings going and, and funding and I guess getting our name out there and getting enough members to come to our groups. Um, but you know, we're still, we're still going. And, uh, the, the chair, uh, his name's Clifford Benninger and, uh, he was the chair before, but he has now stepped down, um, for a number of different reasons. And that's when I decided I would step up and take over the organization. Cause I was not willing to just let it, you know, go away, crumble. Right. Yeah. And, uh, because I think it's really important to have these sorts of groups. And uh, I guess we can get into that at some point. Can you talk about the, the program and maybe give us uh, or tell us you know, how it's different from SMART or from AA? Yeah. Um, so I guess aside from it not being a religious program, yeah. um I like to describe our group as being sort of a mix between the 12 step AANA groups and smart recovery. So, um, what I mean by that is, um, 
So the 12 step groups, they focus more on fellowship and, uh, I guess the group aspect and they, they, how do I put this? Um, they don't. Okay. So basically their, their program is based off of what's called the big book. And this book was written about uh, approximately 70 years ago and it hasn't really changed at all. And so, I mean, there's been a lot of, I guess, progress and advancements that have been made in the field of addictions and recovery. And that group hasn't really, you know, done anything to change their program to incorporate these changes that have been made. So, um, so there's that. And then smart recovery, um, is more evidence-based. It's a, it's a really structured program and it's, it's based on a four point system, uh, basically building and maintaining motivation, coping with urges, dealing with thoughts, feelings, and behaviors and living a balanced life. And they have a number of different, uh, evidence-based tools that can be used for each of those points. Um, so it's a very scientific, you know, well-researched program. So I guess what sets us apart from both of them is that we take aspects of the 12 step groups, um, mainly, I guess the, the, the peer support and the, the, the sharing and, and, and discussion period that they have in 12 step groups. And we sort of mix that in with tools and, and science-based stuff from smart recovery, but we also add on other things. So like we, we also have, I guess, like educational presentations, um, on various topics in addiction and recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, smart recovery doesn't really do that. They just focus on the tools that they have. Um, we also have, uh, we bring in speakers from time to time and they have this at, uh, 12 step groups where they bring in a speaker who's had long-term recovery or who, um, or, or who's just in the, uh, the field of addictions and recovery. And, uh, they just stand up in front of the meeting and tell their story and, and whatnot. So we like to mix it up and, and I'm trying to think of what else uh, we have. I had all this planned out and now it's just, <laughs> that, that's right. that's good. but that's basically the gist of it. I mean, so you know, the model you're working with, with Secular Recovery Ottawa, mm-hmm. uh, do you do you see similar models in other cities, whether Canadian or otherwise, uh, uh, that sort of take that mix of the 12-step and, and sort of the smart recovery programs? Or, or, or did you have to sort of pioneer one yourself um, um, with... with- well, the thing is, like, there isn't a lot of other programs and options for people, you know, even outside of Canada. I mean, smart recovery and 12-step groups are the main ones. And, like, 12-step groups especially, you know, there's hundreds of meetings in Ottawa alone. Yeah. Um, you know, thousands and thousands all over the world. But yet, smart recovery there's or, or secular groups in Ottawa, there's only about 10 of them. Okay. So, I mean, there's a lot less. Um, so 
what was your question again? Well, uh, <laughs> the, the model you use for the organization, mm-hmm. uh, mixing the 12 step and, and sort of the smart recovery. Right. Uh, do you see those? So, so you're saying that there's 10 similar organizations in Ottawa that, that do things. No, just you? meetings in total. Oh, so meetings. like okay, between so, smart so, recovery and us oh, okay. basically yeah. is it. Yeah. So, so, oh, I see. Okay. So, yeah. So I, yeah. So I remember your question yeah, now. No so, um, it, yeah, like it, from what I know of, there's not really any other groups that sort of use that mixed approach. Not from what I've seen anyways. I haven't done a huge amount of research into all the options out there, but there are other secular groups like uh, there's one called Life Ring. Um, and there's even, you know, there's even like atheist AANA groups. Right. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So it would be so similar. So, I mean, it, it, to answer your question, yes, we basically had to put this together ourselves. And we, you know, it's, we've changed over, you know, the past two years. You know, we just started off with simple things and then we've, you know, slowly added things from time to time to our program. And we're still growing, you know, we're still learning and, and trying to figure out, you know, what works best and what doesn't work and whatnot. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a work in progress. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Matt, can you talk about maybe that, that transition from going from someone who had issues with drugs and alcohol to, and, and, you know, getting support from a group like this to the other side where now you are, disseminating support you know you're the, the director like is that is it, is it a different organization for you now what do you mean by that like is it uh does it mean something different to you maybe you know because you, you're going from someone who participated to someone who is kind of like helping others more okay. than um i mean it, it's not too different but yeah. uh, it, you know it, it is in some senses and um i mean it's just when I was the one, you know, in, rec- in recovery and, and having these issues and, and, you know, not really having many other options t- to go to aside from 12 step, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was tough. And, and I started to realize that there were a lot of other people like me, um, who, you know, struggled with some aspects of the 12 step groups and, you know, didn't know what else to, to, to get and, right. or to go to. Um, because like I was saying, you know, there's so many meetings, uh, for 12 step groups. Um, and you know, when you, you know, if, if you have a, a drug and alcohol issue, when you just ask some random person or tell some random person about this, you know, and, and usually they'll say, well, have you gone to it? Have you gone to an AA meeting? Have you gone That's to like, an yeah, AA exactly. meeting? Yeah. 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 And so it's, it's very obvious that, you know, secular groups still aren't very well known. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems that the go-to is still 12 step groups. Okay. So it, it's, it's, it, that was, that was tough for me. And I guess I realized that, you know, it, this city especially needs more options. And that's sort of what brought me to wanting to get into the field and I guess just noticing that even being in some recovery programs myself, I had noticed that, you know, there were some things that were outdated and that programs just weren't progressing. They didn't seem to be progressing. They seemed to be based on a lot of old theories rather than newer stuff. And, you know, I think that's a problem. That's an issue when things, you know, aren't up to date, especially Mm -hmm. in, you know, a field like addictions and mental health, you know, it's, it's, it's best, you know, to use, I guess, 
the more well-researched uh, things and that work for people rather than, you know, the older stuff. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Do, do you find that people, like, I'm seeing a lot of kind of contrasting between the kind of secular programs versus AA, where you have the religious aspect. Mm. Do you find that people tend to, if they're if they're seeking help, do they go to the kind of more well-known organizations and then fail at those and come to secular, uh, like to the secular side? Or do you find that most people kind of are able to discover the secular aspect right away? From what I've seen, yes, it's the first thing you said, where Mm -hmm. they go to these groups first, they realize it's not working for them, and then they hear about Smart Recovery or our group, and then they come to our group. So, you know, we do get people coming to our group sort of complaining about various things that, you know, uh, that happen to them in the 12 step groups and, you know, the things that they don't like. Um, so yeah, like it's, it's, it's very much, that's the first place that they go to okay. and then they hear about us. Right. So I, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm just generally unaware of, of, of how recovery programs work, mm-hmm. but it was only until we heard you know, I, well, I saw the exchange between King and yourself to get you on the podcast here. Mm. It was only until that moment that I realized that there is a there is a need for a separate organization to handle things if you just want to take the religious aspect out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, if I were to go to AA tomorrow, for example, uh, and I had not met you, I I I might have looked it up. I might have looked up a twelve step program without actually knowing that that there would be a link to religion and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, so is that what you find, you know, because you're sort of in, in, in the field, uh, is that what other people come across? Do they go in sort of unaware of, of the link and then they sort of react from there or, or is it commonly known type thing? Um, I mean, I think it's, fairly well known that it is, you know, a a very religion slash spiritual based program, but there are people who don't really know that. And I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I guess, make it sound like I'm, I'm, I'm against their program at all because, you know, like I said, there was a lot of good things that I took from their program. It was just that aspect. Um, But yeah, so, you know, it, I guess it just, it really does depend on the person and their knowledge of, you know, of the recovery field in general. Which makes sense. Um, mm. It's interesting. I uh, know it, it, it was, it was fascinating to me at the very least, but, uh, mm. uh, okay. So I, want to, I want to continue talking about some of this stuff, but, mm. uh, we do have uh, a segment that we like to do every now and again. Uh, Keegan, what is classic Ottawa? Classic Ottawa is our news segment where we keep people posted about what's going on around Ottawa. Uh, Oh, this episode is coming out next week, so yeah, this news might not be super fresh, <laughs> but uh, just pretend. Uh, an elderly woman alleges that she was pelted with apples during a home invasion two weekends ago. While many were concerned for her safety, others are skeptical of the claim. As she immediately began selling her own brand of the fruit, Extreme Granny Smiths. <laughs> That's mostly real. <laughs> Uh, archaeologists have made what they are calling an exciting discovery near the LRT line, unearthing an old piece of rail. It's a window into the early days of West Ottawa, says local historian Dave Aniston. The good old days, you know, before Canada existed. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, the Canadian Armed Forces 
did a flyover during last week's Red Blacks game. The organization caused a mild panic last year when they did a similar stunt, catching many citizens unaware. When asked why the military will be performing the controversial operation again, a spokesperson said, mainly to mess with Glebites. <laughs> <laughs> Easy target. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Have you been doing any... Uh... Sorry, thank you for that. And that was the news in Ottawa. For more fake news, go to ottawanews.com. No, What's try again. <laughs> try again. Ottawapodcast.com slash news. There it is. Nice. Yeah. Have you been in the uh, Red Blacks game? No, I have not. I'm not much of a, a football fan. I'm more of a hockey fan. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, NHL, OHL, AHL? NHL. NHL. Sens fan? No. Leafs fan? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that was another one. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a big Leafs fan. That's yeah. all right. What do you guys <laughs> think about LeBreton? Are you going to go? Would you be more inclined to see a game at, at if the arena was at LeBreton? I, w- I would yes. be more inclined to yeah. go. Absolutely. I think so, yeah. yeah. Yourself as well, eh? Interesting. Is that actually yeah. happening? Is it? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. They talked about it for a while. Well, and then- the Sens company it's not canadensis it's the other one i forget i don't uh but uh, they, they won the bid mm-hmm. and uh, apparently it's going to be built i think like it, in the next I five years like or something 2020 or eight, eight years or, yeah. or something like that like 2024 mm. or something like that mm. but uh it's supposed to happen but uh, again like this is just the first of many many steps yeah. so mm. we'll see but uh by then we'll have LRT there. Yep, right. In two years we'll have Hopefully. LRT there. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. So no, it it uh, should be good. I, I think I I'd go, uh, and, and I I'd be more incl- like today if I were to go to uh, the CTC, I would mainly go if there's if the Leafs are playing there. Yeah. But if you know if they're down here, then I, I might be more inclined to go for just other teams, just because I'm I'm right. a hockey fan in general as right. well, just a Leafs yeah. fan first. But mm-hmm. yeah. What about yourself? Do you think you'd go more? Yeah, probably. I mean, I guess it would depend on, you know, what other, I'm sure they have other things going on there other than hockey. I mean, and other teams and whatnot. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I think I would probably go there more often. Interesting. I think the goal, I think maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like they're pretty happy with things happening at TD place and at Lansdowne. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they're probably going to try to model this after that and have other things going on, have restaurants, have Mm -hmm. open air areas, have park, just another pocket. Yeah, exactly. And and it's a bit more attractive to people across the river as well. Yeah. Which makes sense. (laughs) That's all right. That's cool. So, uh, you know, um, aside from, I guess the odd NHL game, what, uh, what do you find yourself doing around Ottawa? Um, well, I like to bike. Um, not something I've done too much of this summer just because I've been extremely busy. Like I just finished my, um, my diploma in addictions and community services and, uh, I was doing my co-op placement at the Royal Ottawa and, you know, between that and working, it's just, I've been so busy this summer, so I haven't really been able to get out much, but yeah, like I, I like to bike and, and just enjoy, you know, the nature and the nice, you know, sights around along the bike paths, um, you know, going for nature walks, stuff like that. So any, any prime locations for nature walks? Um, like a secret spot. Yeah, like I'm trying to think of some some. I mean, there's some good spots around Hogsback. Like if you you know, there's some paths, but you can sort of go off some of the paths and go closer to the river. And there's some nice little areas around there that yeah. that are really nice to you know just sit back and and enjoy the scenery. So, good stuff. Yeah. Sure, mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, you said you just finished getting a, a diploma mm-hmm. from where? Uh, Willis College. Willis College. Yes, and they basically took over 
the addictions program after Everest closed. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, I never thought that that's, I, I was wondering what would happen. Like what, what's the fallout there? But mm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, that way it's still accredited and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. which is good. I mean, you need yeah. the, the program to continue. Absolutely. Yeah. And, sure. and how did you find it? Uh, it was good. It was quite interesting. And I had a, an amazing teacher. He's yeah. been, uh, an addictions counselor for many, many years. He's been in the field for many years and he was very open-minded and, you know, really, uh, like to look at, you know, various approaches and stuff. And, you know, he didn't have a closed mind. And I really liked that. That's interesting. Um, yeah. So, you know, whenever I would sort of bring up questions, cause coming from university and philosophy, I like to challenge a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, comes with the and so when I did that, those things, like he, you know, he embraced it. He, he thought it was great that I was doing that. So that it was good. Yeah. And, and how long is the program? Uh, it's, it, it's a year long program, but it's, it's basically a two-year program crammed into one year. I see. So it's so very yeah. fast-paced, intensive. Yeah, that makes hmm. sense. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And and what what led you in that direction? Did you just sort of search where these types of programs existed, and then you sort of landed on Willis type thing? Or uh, um, yeah, well, I was actually supposed to go to Everest, and they ended up closing the week before I was supposed to start there. So I was one of the lucky ones. Yeah. That that is lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I was very lucky. Um, and then, so when they, whenever it's closed and I started looking into other options, I realized there was no other addictions program in Ottawa. Apparently, uh, Algonquin used to have one. Right. That's what I thought. And they shut it down a few years ago. Um, I've heard that they're supposed to be reopening it though. So I'm okay. not too sure about that, but right. yeah, there wasn't any other options in Ottawa. So. I, at first, like I had contacted Willis College and asked them because they do have an addictions program at a campus, I think in Kingston, maybe. And, uh, so I called them and asked them and they said, yeah, we don't have it here. And then I called a couple weeks later, uh, just to find more information about some of the other programs that they had. And they were like, yeah, we're actually starting up the, uh, the addictions program here in Ottawa. And I was like, sweet. Okay. So yeah, not bad. Yeah. Um, when, Oh, go ahead. I have a non sequitur. Give her his card. Uh, I I would I don't know what the term is, but I am a person who is an Android user. But I have I have like the bare minimum of knowledge to be an Android user. I don't uh, think you need a lot of because there's like a lot of extra stuff you can do. You know. Oh, I see. What yeah. you're saying. I know yes. Matt's really into like custom ROMs on phones, which mm-hmm. apparently is like the best thing ever, and I read about it all the time. But I just don't have the I have like the most basic. Android user. Can you talk a bit about ROM? It's not ROM hacking, right? It's, it's ROM. It would just be ROM customization. Yeah. Right? Can you yeah. talk a bit about like what that is and, and what you do? And Yeah. So basically, I mean, with Android, um, there's a number of, uh, I guess, various versions of Android that people, because uh, Google and Android is open source, um, these programmers have basically... Um, taken the source for Android and just added a whole bunch of different, you know, uh, uh, added features and, and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just got into it about a year or two ago. Um, I had always heard about it and like I had rooted one of my old Android phones a few years ago, but didn't really get heavy into it. And then when I got into it and started to see, you know, all the different options there are, cause there's a number of different, mm-hmm. um, I guess you can sort of call them, well, they're called ROMs, but they're right. 
operating systems that are based on Android. And they all have, you know, different features added into them. And some of them have, you know, all the features from all of the other ones in theirs. So it's, yeah. So, but like the things that you can do with the phone and and all the added features is quite cool. It's what, what are some of the things that you like on your, your phone, like your ROMs? Like, what do you look for? Um, I guess, well, I mean, my favorite ROM right now is called Resurrection Remix ROM. And it basically is what I just said. It's the ROM that sort of takes all the features of other ROMs and puts it all into one. Um, I like to have a variety of features just to play around with, even if I don't end up using a lot of those features. It's just cool to, to, to play around with uh, from time to time. And And that's stuff like display settings and. and Yeah. Like display settings and theming and, Mm -hmm. you know, there's all kinds of things. Like it's, it's kind of hard to describe. Like I can pull up my phone and try (laughs) and (laughs) see some of the the extra things on it. But Mm -hmm. like, um, so like as somewhat like I, I've used I'm mainly iOS like I have had a couple of Android phones <laughs> yeah all right uh, <laughs> I I used to be big on the jailbreak thing which is kind of the equivalent it's not quite the same as as uh, custom ROMs and all that and yeah. rooting but um what what was kind of the the main thing was it just the fact that you wanted to tinker or was there some specific feature or like a couple things that you were interested in having or or something you didn't like yeah, in stock yeah um. I don't know. When I think back, I mean, I think it was just that I had seen, you know, some pictures online of like, you know, the different ways to theme your phone Mm -hmm. and and some, you know, cool features. And I was like, oh, wow. So maybe I should, you know, try and, and install one of these things and check it out. And that's basically how I got into it. And then once I saw the first, the first uh, ROM that I tried, excuse me, was, um, cyanogen mod right and that's a pretty popular one a lot of people know about that one and uh it was i thought it was awesome but then i looked more into it and saw that there was other options that were had a lot more features than cyanogen mods so you know i I, it almost became like i even said you know in the in the the interview form there that i it's like an obsession and it 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 actually almost became like an addiction for me uh when i first started getting into it like i would just i i would sit there for hours and hours throughout the day trying to find new roms to put on my phone and then you know install it check out the features for a few hours and then erase everything and put on a new <laughs> right. one. And I did that for like weeks and weeks <laughs> and it, it, like it started to take up a little bit too much of my time. Right. And so I had to step back from it for a while, but now that I've tried everything, <laughs> I have things, you know, pretty much every, right. uh, under control now. So it's not <laughs> such, a, such a problem anymore, but that's exactly yeah. what would happen to you. Keegan. Yeah. yeah. I think like, so <laughs> yeah. so uh, I, f- I forget what you had changed. He, he changed, like uh, he added some widgets where he changed his background or he did something mm. and then he felt it was a, a brand new phone and then literally a week later he was bored of it and he was ready to do it again <laughs> so if you if you just knew how to do slightly more advanced things this would absolutely be you i'm trying to figure out how to play playstation like old playstation games on my phone hmm i think feel like i've seen it done and yet but you have to like download the file but then you need a bios file i don't know what that is like a bios <laughs> you could, yeah, okay you could probably get started with something easier and then definitely move up yeah, uh, <laughs> you just go straight to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the end game. That's all right. Uh, so I also see that one of your um, 
one of your hobbies, one of your passions, I suppose, is uh, philosophical discussions. Yes. Uh, Keegan has uh, a segment that he's going to attempt. Now, he did just take a bite of... I misread the situation. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Um, So, yeah, do do you want to just talk about, first of all, uh, how you sort of keep feeding that that, that interest in in, in just philosophy as a whole um, post-undergrad? Um. I guess it's just by, you know, reading articles, science articles, psychology articles, and even political articles, and just, you know, just taking the, you know, what's philosophical out of those. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm, I'm really into, I guess, well, I've always been into, the, I guess, the ethics of various, uh, various things in science and psychology. Um, yeah, I mean... Oh, and that makes sense. So, so in terms of that, it's just about reading and just sort of, you know, within your, your current circles, or do you go to different mediums or forums to, to, you know, just have these discussions? Um, no, I mean, uh, yeah, like it's just online wherever I sort of come across, you know, things like whether it's on Facebook or, or, you know, Reddit or, or, you know, anything, um, which, no, which I love for, for me, I, uh, uh, I I love seeing it, and I just love processing it internally, and, mm. and 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 seeing it all. But then the second I start talking about it, <laughs> I know that it's going to be a slippery, slippery yeah. slope. Mm. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll hang back. But uh, well, no, this no, game will be perfect then because we're going to play a game called Philosophy Abridged. Ooh, A B J D. Okay, mm. that's not spelled. In case you're wondering, thanks. Um, <laughs> and how the game works is, I'm going to ask a philosophical question, and you're going to have to answer it. But we don't have all the time in the world, so you can only use three words. <laughs> so your aunt, you have to sum up the entire question in three words. Uh, and uh, I, I should note, right before we started, like tw- 10 minutes before, yeah. we tried this. We did an example question, <laughs> and it went so well. So this, all right. if this bombs, I'm very it confused. It should be pretty good. Just remember, we're on an audio podcast, so we can't have too much dead air. Dead <laughs> thinking air. It's the job of a, of a good game show host to fill, fill that yeah, air. Yeah, so just yeah, jump exactly. in if you think you have an answer. <laughs> what is freedom? Three words. The American flag. Oh, that's not bad. It's pretty good. I don't actually agree with that, but I know <laughs> they don't have to be serious answers either. <laughs> to do whatever. <laughs> um, what about uh, is lying wrong? Are white lies okay? No way, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's a tough question. Yeah. yeah. Chime in whenever you want. You, this is clear that you're going to be a very light game. <laughs> hmm. What makes you, you? My brown skin. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have to be three words or is it up to three words? I could be up to three words. Oh, up to? Oh. I'll say, I mean, I'm on is Elliot Lake. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I only Elliot need two Lake. words. I'm on Elliot Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about like the nature nurture debate do you have a more specific question is it nature or nurture (laughs) are people more formulated by nature or nurture okay i'd say nature and nurture oh that's a good three word 
Is All that right. good this or is that a cop out though? I, it's kind of a cop out. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot harder than I thought. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, it's philosophy, and you're trying to think of three words <laughs> right. to answer thing. a philosophical <laughs> question. It's like, nearly impossible. <laughs> All right, maybe one more. What is the truth? Not a lie. Oh, I was gonna say opposite yeah, right, of right. Good, these ones. <laughs> yeah. Confucius over here. I don't know if that's what that is, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, we'll, we'll finish with... Um, I see you scrolling a lot. How many questions did you have? No, it's like 65 here. <laughs> uh, this one says, what is your favorite Ottawa-based podcast? Lunch out that loud. That old... Nope. <laughs> 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 All right, well, that's how we play philosophy. Wait, no, I, well, I'm going to say Ottawa. So, yeah. <laughs> so somebody says it, but uh, <laughs> Rob, Rob goes for another one. Yeah. Uh, the, anyway, that's... <laughs> I like that not a lie one. That was really quick. Yeah. Seems like staged almost. <laughs> it kind of does. I, I was trying it. so hard to think of something to answer, but I'm so used to like, you know. Yeah, that's a thing. I, I'm especially like I noticed even like earlier this afternoon, I noticed that I was being very silly in my own head. So when we when Keegan suggested this game, I was like, I know that I can do this because I'm going to be silly. About Turn it. on the silliness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Matt, do you have a specific philosophical outlook or like a school that you identify with? School of thought? Um, I don't think there's anything really specific. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole bunch of areas in philosophy that I'm really, really interested in, such as, you know, like consciousness, uh, determinism and free will, um, right, yeah. you know, all kinds of things. I don't think there's really any one sort of outlook that I have. Yeah. I've never really thought about that. Hmm. What do you think about free will? Um, that's something that we could end up talking about <laughs> for hours, yeah. but, uh, the way you mean, yeah, like I would say that I think free will is an illusion Ugh. and that is because I believe in determinism mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that, you know, the, the entire world basically, uh, uh, works through the laws of cause and effect, right. um, that's like the basics of what I can say right now. I mean, okay. it, but this could go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I imagine it could go on. <laughs> Is there something uh, like the philosophy? I tend to think of philosophy maybe not in an academic sense, but more in just a kind of grand thoughts, like unknowable things. And I often, I'll start thinking about something like, for instance, like I, I took a couple of astronomy classes and I was really inter interested in astronomy growing up. Mm. And so one of the things that I kind of philosophize about is just if there's anything out in the universe, that anything intelligent or anything, anything that we don't know about that's mm -hmm. going on. And do you have anything like something where you just start thinking and then your mind gets immediately blown and you're kind of like you could spend half an hour, half a day just kind of sitting there going, oh, man, I need to do something productive. But this is like, does that ever happen to you? Do you have any good examples of mind blowing questions? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure. Well, I mean, it for one, the, for one, uh, what we were just sort of talking about briefly was the whole free will Absolutely, thing. Like yeah. when I started looking into that, like my mind just went, whoa. And I started to put everything together and, you know, it, so it, yeah, so there's that, but you know, it, it's, I guess another one would be, um, uh, you know, where does the universe end and, mm -hmm. you know, it, does it end 
because, you know, there's also the theory of multiple universes and, you know, does that end or does it just keep going on forever and ever and ever? Is everything just infinite? Mm -hmm. And another one is, is there such thing as nothing? Right. Oh, yeah. And based on that silence, I would say, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, those are a few. Yeah, no, I Mm. get that. Mm. All right, so we are running out of time, but because if we, or changed, are it we would be something right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> if nothing is a thing, then it would be something. Yeah. We, we officially yeah. lost yeah. Keegan, uh, and, and he's I just might be gone, gone too. Right? That's okay. But with that, uh, we and I know you probably get this all the time, but we can't finish the podcast without asking about you going through as Matt LeBlanc. Mm. How, what was that like? When what friends is came on, like? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when friends was on, like it wasn't. It was just like, oh yeah, I have the same name as this guy. Okay, but you know, as I got older, it, you know, it started to become a joke with everyone, and I still get it to this day. You know, oh Matt LeBlanc, when's the when's the friends reunion and stuff like that. And it's like, uh, and it's 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 annoying now. I but imagine. I mean, was there a point in time when you embraced it? And you're just like, you know what? I am Matt LeBlanc. And, you know, get a seat at a restaurant or whatever. <laughs> you just became... Until, until you walk in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's that's kind of hard to answer. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hardly a do, serious question. Do you keep but... up with him? Like, he's, he's on Top Gear now? Yeah, like, I, I had heard that recently. I know I haven't really been keeping up okay, on no, him. Like, I know, I know he had his own show as well. Yeah, yeah. He had that other yeah, episodes. show. Yeah, episodes, yeah. yeah. So. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty good there show. Go. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I had to throw it out there. Uh, <laughs> but the least funny joke yeah. <laughs> could make. Wow. But the, uh, you know, where I want to close it again is is uh, the work you're doing with, with SRO. Mm-hmm. Um, you, have, you have regular meetings, yeah? Yeah. Uh, when did those take place? So they're every Tuesday night uh, at 7.30 p.m. at the Royal Ottawa Mental Health Center in okay. room 1420. Okay. Uh, we did have another meeting on Fridays before, but we no longer do um, for a variety of reasons. But okay. uh, yeah, so they're just on Tuesdays now. Okay. And yeah. who can or should go to these? Like, is it, is it just anyone who's maybe thinking about uh, entering a program or like what's, what's the... Uh yeah, like it's it's for anyone. Like it's just because we're a non-religious organization doesn't mean that you have to be non-religious. Yeah. Um we accept everyone, you know, all ages. Um but you know, it it's just for anyone who's looking for any kind of addiction recovery help. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And and you know, in addition to, to to those who might want to uh, you know, seek help through SRO uh, are there opportunities for people to get involved as well to, to whether it's volunteer or help the organization rather than you know, definitely definitely um you, you know we we've had a number of volunteers over the past two years and you know some of them stayed some of them have gone and uh we're always looking for extra help um whether it's facilitators or people to help with promote promotions of our group uh community outreach things like that so uh yeah we're always looking for for extra help Great. Mm. And uh, so finally, so this is now your chance to promote anything you want to promote. So including SRO, where uh, is, is there a website? Is there? Yeah, we email? do. We do have a website. Uh, it's a little outdated, though, uh, just because we don't have a uh, we don't have someone to, to manage our website right now. But the website is uh, www.secularrecovery.org. 
Um, we also have a Facebook page, uh, it's just secular recovery. You can just search that in and, and you should be able to find it. Uh, and our Twitter is, uh, at secular recovery. I think there might be a dash in there. Uh, there's a dash in a website, but it seems like there's not in the. Okay. Okay. Let's yeah. Google it. Everybody. We'll also yeah, we'll link it as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. And anything else you want to promote while you're here or. I don't think so. All right. There you go. Rob, where can the listeners find us? They can head to ottawatpodcast.com. You can also find uh, Ottawa News, as Keegan mentioned, during uh, Classic Ottawa. I have some some news articles up every once in a while. Uh, we're also on iTunes to find the uh, podcast or Stitcher Radio if if uh, that's your fancy. Or you can there's a link to subscribe in your podcast player of choice if you don't use iTunes uh, or Stitcher to listen to podcasts. Great. And uh, Keegan, do we have you back? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, any last words? Uh, you know, you could teach yourself to jump higher. Mm-hmm. How? Doing like, uh, like specific exercises. I always thought it was just like predetermined how high you can jump. Hmm. I was watching the Olympics and the dudes like get like their entire torsos above the volleyball net. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So now I'm doing that in my backyard. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Did not expect you to go there. No, no, I didn't expect yeah. that part, but okay, higher. that's fine. All right. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, <laughs> so we'll close, uh, we'll end the episode with, uh, with Matt saying, Ottawa what? Ottawa what?